You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Yeah, the first technique I learned was a punch. What's happening, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Believe in the Punch podcast. For all my new listeners, if you're thinking anything karate related to martial arts and the lifestyle, sport, camaraderie and everything else that comes with it you're in the right spot i'm your host as always karate cam and today we have a fantastic episode for you i have a special guest a very good friend of mine longtime friend of mine i should say in elvis ramick elvis is someone who has been in the circuit of karate for a long period of time he's been an eight time total national team member five times on the junior national team three times on the senior national team He's a national champion, he's U.S. Open champion, he's medaled at international events such as the North American Cup and Senior Pan American Championships. He's been on our World Championships team, the list goes on. But with today's episode really fundamentally coming down to having a balanced lifestyle on and off the mat, uh, there's something I really look up to for, for Elvis because he has his bachelor's and get this biomedical sciences and his master's in biotechnology. So yes, he's the one trying to cure cancer at the moment. But you guys already know I have to give a quick shout out before we get started with today's episode and the sponsor of this podcast of today's episode in Bet Online. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 50% off welcome bonus for your first deposit. Don't forget to use the promo code BELIEVE to receive this bonus. That is B-L-E-A-V. From football, baseball, basketball, even hockey starting up right now, this is the place to be for the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports. So go ahead, check it out. Bet online where the game starts. But without further ado, let's jump into today's episode Enjoy the show, everyone. And if you haven't already, make sure to go like, subscribe, share, whatever you got to do to this podcast to get it to reach more people. I appreciate you guys. Let's jump into it. What's happening, everybody? Elvis Ramick on the show. Welcome. Thanks for coming on, brother. How are you? Oh, good, man. No, honestly, thank you, bro. It's honestly an honor. I know this is like a long time coming because we talked about this a little bit like, I think like earlier last year or towards the end of last year so man i'm so excited to be on bro i mean i've known you forever you've been one of my best boys through not just the whole karate scene and everything outside of it man so thank you again for having me on man i'm excited no it's of course well first of all like i remember it was actually like before my first episode where you and you you came out to colorado and i remember like telling you because it was like it was nobody knew that i was doing the podcast yet and you were one of the first people i actually told before the first episode and i was just like dude 
once I get good at this, let me, or once I get better at this, at least, you know, let me get you on. And no, man, I, I think you hit it right on the head. I mean, I'm not trying to gas up our relationship too much, but it, it, it's, it's a special one in that a, I think you're a great representative of the sport and USA karate and everything that you've been through the experiences that you've had are things that people can learn from, including myself. And then B it's just, man, giving back. It's my boy on the podcast. What more can I ask for? You know, <laughs> oh, much, honestly, much thanks, man. Thank you so much. And I mean, the same things you said towards me, bro, you're like, not just my best friend, obviously in the, in the karate and outside of it, man, but you honestly like prime model of what it is to be a USA national karate team athlete. Like, <laughs> like, I don't, I'm not even, I don't, I don't know about prime, but we're no, something. <laughs> I swear, man, just like just from all way back, like 2000, uh, 2010, I think is when I first met you little Cameron, 12 year old bro in Montreal. I think that's what it was. Yeah. Montreal, my first time on the team, man. And ever since then, dude, like, your work ethic, your determination, bro. It's like second to none, man. It's motivated. I'm sure like a lot of people, but me, especially, man, whenever I'm, I'm feeling down, I look to you, bro. We have our talks and then boom, that like that switch in my head, it clicks, man. And I'm like, bro, I, I got to get back to just, just that mindset again, man, the grind, you know, the, the, the love of the game. And, and, and thank you for that, especially. And, and it's great having like somebody like you, right. It, not just a teammate, but having that best friend, giving me life advice, constant motivation and things like that, man. I just want to thank you for everything like that. You know? No, I do. I, I couldn't thank you for saying all of that. And especially like just on this platform and things like that, I, I genuinely do appreciate it. And I think something that I've picked up from all the episodes that I've had until this point, or like something that's important with everybody that I've worked with or I talked to, I'm sorry, is having a relationship with someone that you can like fully trust, you know, and the importance of relationships to help you both as a person. And because this is like an athlete based platform, right. As an athlete as well, you know, and um, something that I would encourage anybody listening right now would be to, to be, to find, or just look, look at your, look at the people around you and see who you could reflect on or see who you could trust or, um, essentially see who's there for you in all those situations. Right. Because, because man, I, I remember there was one point distinctly uh, in my karate kind of career, whatever you want to call it, where I was transitioning from juniors to seniors. And you know, exactly what I'm talking about. You, you know, you're, you know, where this is going, you know, exactly where this is going. <laughs> there was a point in time where, man, I was transitioning from juniors to seniors and it was a national champion national championship it was in Pittsburgh. And, um, I had just made it to the final finals in senior seniors. And then, um, I was still in like that 18 to 20 age bracket. So I could come back and fight juniors to be on the junior national team. That would have been my last year there. And man, the amount of hate and people that turned around on me in the stands going from one to the next saying things like, I'm just going to be honest, because this is, this is my platform to share with everybody that, that, that I'm here. And I'm, I'm going to be dead honest. Like the amount of people that were saying things like, you only win because of who your parents are. You don't do the things that are right. And, and we're, we're in the stand saying that I do not deserve to be where I am. Even though I clearly, if you want, we can look back at the videos right now, had some sort of, it, it was clear, man. It was clear, long story short. And I remember there's this picture that was taken of me punching my opponent. 
and everybody in the crowd is just like, oh, you know, like they got their mouth open. And um, that so that picture is actually and the reason why I'm going off on a tangent, I'll, I'm gonna give it to it right now is that picture right now is in the gym that I work out at. They, they, they hung that picture up. And if you look, you find all these people that we know in that picture teammates, senior, junior, whatever, old athletes, new athletes, everybody's in this picture. It's like big face, like make an expression. And then you see Elvis's face in the corner of this picture. Stone face killer did not make, he did not move an inch. His mouth was the exact same the whole time throughout this picture. And, and I think that like that summarizes the, the, the the relationship i have with you in the sense that like okay everybody's been here for that like so people are people are in my life for a lot of seasons i want to say and i like for 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 you know periods of time they they get excited with when i'm when i'm when i'm winning but then they're not there for when i'm losing and the only person that's been there that's been the stone face killer for my life has been elvis you know what i'm saying <laughs> like been there for the losses and when everybody was hating on me and everybody was showing me hate and i lost a large majority of my friend group at that time the only person who i confronted as well was you you know and and finding a relationship like that within you know the high pressures of our sport and and all the crap that goes on behind the scenes is it's not an easy thing so Long story short, I guess that's a that's a different way for me to say thank you too. No, dude, of course, <laughs> man. I know exactly what you were talking about, bro. Because I remember you came up to me and uh, we had that conversation, right? We were like, "Hey, man, like, uh, I, I feel like I need to talk to you because you are one of my closest friends." And you know, I heard some talk in the back of one of my matches, and you know, you like came up to. He's like, "I just wanted to make sure, like, you know, you weren't the one." And dude, I knew right then. I was like no way bro i was like no way that wasn't me man like uh because dude uh, at the end of the day bro like you said man like you you were the one especially you man you've been there through all of my highs and then also the worst of my lows man and and i think it really shows the character that you have and then like you said with me too is who's gonna be there at your lowest point right and i think that's really who you truly find out like not only who your true teammates are, but also like who your true friends are, man. Cause I, I, like you said, right. You go through seasons, right. In quotation marks of friendships, teammates, things like that. Cause you know, the team's always changing new members, things like that. And, you know, people are there in a the moment you're like, yeah, you know, like it, it, he's cool, everything. Right. And then sometimes you find out, right. Um, it's not always what it seems on the outside. Right. And then, you know, those people get out of your life, but, like you said with me, man, the one person that really has stayed there throughout the whole time, it's been you, man. And, and I think um, the message basically I'm trying to say, like you were saying, is for the younger generation of athletes, uh, I think it's really, really important that, I mean, it's not, you shouldn't find, like, I'm not saying go out there and, you know, be friends with everybody, you know, be cool with everybody. I mean, that's, that's cool and all, but try to find those one or two people that you really relate to that you know that they're going to constantly push you. It's not going to be the one that's going to put you down on your worst of lows, right? Like if you lost, man, you don't, I, I, I don't need somebody to tell me like, oh, bro, like you suck, right? Yeah. I mean, obviously, yeah. yeah, that's how I'm feeling right now. Like I do suck, yeah. But, you know, a little, uh, some some words of encouragement. Obviously, I want you to tell me what I did wrong. And and I appreciate that, honestly, the most. Call me out, you know, if I if I messed up on anything, what I did wrong. But, you know, you need that one person to come and, and pick you up times the lows because you know how it is man especially being an athlete not just in karate but 
in every sport, bro, you give, I mean, everything, your blood, sweat, tears. I mean, there's, dude, it's as crazy as it sounds, man. There's been times in our ring where I'm like, dude, I'm willing to die for this sport. This is how much that means to me. And, and you know, people that haven't really done it at the highest of levels, they think, oh, you know, like he's showing his emotions, he's crying, all this, blah, 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 being a baby. But, you know, man, they, it, it's just like, if you haven't been there, you kind of don't understand. You don't understand the the sacrifices all the things that you gave up in life and especially i know you can relate to this man being a student athlete is one of the hardest things you can do man i mean just the school itself is like a, a job by itself right and then being able to find all the time to put into the work to try to train for the olympics man and then when you get that heartbreak it's just like it's devastating i can't i can't put it any like nicer than that it really is devastating man and then there's been times where i was like man is this really it like is am i doing this uh like should i still be doing this man like i I wanted to quit and everything and seeing people like you and you know a couple of my other close friends but especially you man like how you overcame those obstacles and and seeing how you can relate so much to me in my life man it, it really brought me out of that that rut that i know every athlete goes through right and, and and I'm just really really thankful to have somebody that was able to be there you know for me you know it's different you know you got your parents and everything man but having that one true close friend that you could always come back to whenever you can you know you have some problems I can I know I can always hit up camera and be like hey man I need some help I need some advice and not just in karate but in life man and I know I'm going on a tangent bro but no no I'm, it's I'm it's what it is though yeah definitely you, you, you talk about that blood sweat and tears and I I think uh like or like what you invest into something and, and the fact that like both of us just went off on like a mini tangent just shows like how 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 deep these things run you know what I'm saying it's not like a surface based oh yeah you know this is my buddy this is like this has been years and years of trial and error and testing and growth and all those stuff that build build what you know i i i'm using the the example of us because i'm talking to you right now but like to that build that sense of camaraderie and and acceptance and love and whatever you want to call it you know but i want to pinpoint something you just said because i school starting back up how did you manage school and and being an athlete what what were you doing at that time yeah so honestly man it was like a pretty thorough process trying to figure it out myself. Cause you know, I mean, I just recently graduated last year uh, from my master's and then that's honestly, those two years were probably the toughest. If I really had to say in in terms of like time management, I really figured out what it was to be an adult, man. Like it it was crazy. So what what I learned over the years was you really have to set forward a plan. Like it, I used to think like, oh, you know, I'll kind of just go with the flow because that's how I've been like my whole life. Right. But once I got to college, especially, I mean, high school is a little bit easier because I didn't really have to worry about like, you know, working and all that other stuff. Like, you know, it's just whatever. But once I got to college, man, and then the classes were all over the place, I had to find different times of the day to kind of get my training in while also being able to study and, you know, not fail college (laughs) and things like that. So I figured out that the best way, man, honestly, as simple as it sounds, you really got to just set forward a schedule and stick to that schedule. Because once you get in the rhythm of things, man, it's going to be like second nature to you. I, it, that first couple of weeks is going to be super, super hard because, dude, I'm not going to lie. I was waking up at like, I remember I was doing an internship at my lab at my school for my master's. And then I had classes during the day 
And then I had to go to the dojo and then train for like Pan Ams and then um, team trials, world championship and everything. And it just kind of sucked because when I really started um, upping my game, you know, I was uh, consistently making like the senior team and everything. And I, and I saw my progress go up. That's kind of when I became the busiest with my college and everything. And in the beginning, man, it was tough because I was just beat. Um, not so much physically, because, you know, I can handle the physical demand because, you know, the training, everything, but the mental toll that it took on me was just, it, it was crazy. You know, it was just trying to process all the things because I was constantly thinking during like the practices. I'm like, oh man, did I do that for school? And then while I'm at school, like, you know, trying to study, I'm like, oh God, I hope this doesn't run late because I really got to get my training in. I got Pan Ams in like four weeks, you know, so it, it was a struggle, man. But I think um, going back to what I said, I think really breaking it down, giving yourself a set schedule. So if you got to wake up at 6 a.m., I mean, you know, set the alarm clock a little bit earlier. You know, I always said, I'm like, oh, I don't have time to wake up and eat. I mean, you do have time to wake up and eat. If you force yourself, right, you're going to have that time. So I started, you know, waking up a little bit earlier, giving myself more time in between for myself, you know, to kind of chill relax, find things that I like to do. So I'm not constantly stressing over school, karate, my job, this and that, you know, find things that I love, calm down a little bit, right? And then boom, when my schedule comes back to the point where I have to go to work, karate, I flip the switch and then I focus on exactly what I have to do for that day, right? So if it's school, I'm solely focused on school for that day, right? And then, you know, flip the switch when it comes to karate, boom, straight into karate. And um, I noticed that when you have all these outside distractions and uh, things like that, it's, it's really hard to focus on everything together, right? To, to multitask, one of them is definitely going to suffer for sure. If maybe all three, who knows? But yeah, getting that schedule down and really sticking to it, no matter how hard it gets. I mean, that's honestly the sac part of the sacrifices that we talked about, right? You know, sacrificing um, to make everything better right and then it's not about um seeing it right away the next day it's a slow journey and then that's where i kind of had to come to the realization to myself that everything's not going to get better tomorrow right if it did man uh people wouldn't be sad all the time right <laughs> everybody would be doing it then everybody would be happy man there'd be no problems but i learned that's not how life works man it's not going to get fixed in one day maybe it can maybe not in one week it's it's um, that slow, gradual journey, and then eventually it's going to build up to that peak, man. And then that's that's what I always uh, shoot for, right? Whether it's um, school, karate, uh, work, anything, I kind of put that mindset to all of it, right? So, uh, you know, people listening out there, if you can take anything from what I just said, you know, especially if you're in that same situation, um, if you're not, you know, karate college athlete, you're trying to manage that time, really set yourself a schedule. Honestly, that's the best advice that I can give you just from my personal experience. You really got to have a schedule because if you're going to try to wing it, you're, you're going to miss uh, times on things. You're going to cut some other things short. You're going to cut your training short to do other things. So um, like I said, just really focus down, narrow down on the important things that you have to do. And also, I mean, find times for yourself, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, things are always going to be there in life, but it, it's really important to focus on physical and mental health as yourself, right? I mean, me and you, we're super young, man. We got our whole lives ahead of us. It's about learning, right? 
uh, that's what I learned the most. You're not going to learn everything in, in one year. It's about the journey. You know, as you get older, it's going to get better, right? Yeah. So, yeah. I'm... If anybody can take advice from that. Just take little things, man. It's a journey little by little. And I promise you'll get there. Set little goals, set up a schedule um, and stick to that, right? That's Stick to that. It's just going to be hard, but it's that determination that's going to get you there for sure. Yeah, 100%. I, I like going back about what you said about scheduling that man. And he, and here's the catch with that, you know, like, I don't know if you've experienced, I mean, you, I want you to comment on this. Like, did you ever notice that your schedule was never the same from semester to semester, even though the class load might be the same? Yes. No, I completely agree. I noticed that every, like you said, every semester I had to change my schedule up. Even it's weird, right? Everything changes. Everything changes, right? Mm -hmm. And like I had to rearrange things. There'd be some semesters I would have like the same class times, but I would be like, man, I got to get this training in early today because I got this later on coming up. And then the next semester right, would be the right. complete opposite. So that's like another thing, like you got to be ready for change. The, the flexibility, wow. right? The flexibility within the scheduling, because I, I completely agree with you, right? Like the only way I was able to make it through, even even high school, man, even high school, like um, granted, like like your days are much different in high school than they are in college. College, you're, you, you get to, in a way, have control over when your class times are um, and, and plan accordingly for your training and such. But like, man, I can just tell you right now, I'm, so you graduated with your master's. I'm currently in my master's program and going from my spring semester to my fall, uh, spring semester to my summer semester, which I just finished. I had a much different like skid day, day to day or week to week schedule. It was way different. I, I was able to like, for example, in the spring semester, do my, uh, schoolwork during the day, like in, in the day. But then when it came to my summer semester, it, it was condensed. And even though it was like the same general class load, I had to do all my work after training at night. So I'd be up until 12, 1 a.m. every single night. You know what I'm yeah, saying? It, it, was, it, was, it, it was weird because, you know what I'm saying? It's like the same thing. But, but note, like, and I used to get down on myself about that. That's the reason why I wanted to bring that up is because I used to be like, uh, going from in, in my undergrad, that's what happened. I would go from one semester to another. And at this point within it, I was, I was like fully online. Uh, and I made, I, I changed that. You, you didn't go online ever, huh? Um, I took like, I didn't go ever fully online. Like, don't get me wrong. I took like a few electives and other classes that they offered online, but I never really, cause I graduated kind of when COVID was kind of still getting there right before the lockdown and everything. So I was kind of experiencing that online but I was really only taking one class so it was kind of technically all online, online anyway so I didn't really um experience what it was like to have that whole online class presence but just from friends and then from like you know my sister because she had to do a lot of her classes online to finish up her degree it she said it was like really difficult it was like a lot different than being in person um in terms of I don't know how to explain it. She said in terms of like um, the learning and then the environment, because I mean, you're at home, man. And, you know, there's a lot of distractions at home because I, I, you know, when I was in school and everything, I mean, don't get me wrong, I'll get distracted and stuff. But, you know, I was in the classroom, professor right in front of me, I'd kind of have to pay attention or else, you know, I'd, I'd fail. But, you know, when I was doing these online classes, I noticed, you know, when they give you that flexibility to kind of turn into assignments they give you like the end of the semester due date that's what I hated the most because I would get so Ooh. like lazy and I'll be like oh man I got the whole semester like 
I'll just kind of push it off till the, I'll focus on my in class. And I thought that was like the worst, man, because I caught myself being lazy. I'd be like, oh, you know, I have like a month to do this. And then, you know, three weeks goes by and I'm like, oh, my gosh, I have 30 assignments to do in a week because my class is almost done. And then that's where I was like, oh, man, it'll yeah, get it you, me, right? It'll get you. <laughs> yeah. I, so so I, I started, man, I was so I was in school for for my undergrad. It was long. It was like close five and a half years. That's how long it took me to get my or five years. I should say five years. And for the first two and a half, I went like two. I was a community college. I went to school mm-hmm. um, and uh, that was OK. Wasn't too bad. You know, I got to work my training into that and stuff like that. But then as soon as I went to uh, I moved over to my university, I went to like Colorado University in Denver. And like for the first year, I was commuting every day and um it was about like a, an hour's worth of commute between driving to the bus, busing to the train, training to campus, and then walking all day on campus. Right. I was walking like f- like close to four miles a day on top of having two practices and then being expected to do schoolwork and teach and stuff like that. And I was, man, I was, I was drained, man. You'd go and be, it'd be like, you know, be snowy and you'd have to just do this and kind of, kind of related to my parents and the, and then when they walked to school 10 miles each way uphill, both ways type of thing, you know? And uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And man, it is funny. It's funny. I just, I'm just saying this cause I, I like my experience with online was, was vastly different to the majority of people that hate it now because they're forced to. Uh, I, I met one of my like in school mentors at the time, and he was the one that convinced me to go, hey, fully online. He said, hey, like, you know, it doesn't look like this is working. This scheduling, like we were talking about, is working for you right now because you're falling behind in your classes, you're traveling a lot, and, and, you know, it doesn't look like your communication with your professors is like as effective as it could be. Um, and because uh, they like a lot of my professors didn't respect the fact that I was on the national team. Like they were just kind of like, uh, OK. And I was like, yeah, I'm traveling to France for this big tournament. That's, you know, like on the Olympic trial process for the next two years. And they were like, and we care how, you know, it was like a well, whole it was it was it was a crappy situation. Right. And then after I got convinced to go fully online, things started to change. And then, you know, I, I, I could use the flexibility to then prioritize my training. And that's the only reason why it worked for me is because, all right, now I don't have to spend the time traveling to school. Now I don't have to spend time on campus between classes. Like it was literally like a do the work when you want to. And in my case, it was like a do the work when you can. So then I would train in the morning and then in between my training and then because you and I both teach as well right. as train. So between tr- teaching in the afternoon or training in the, and training in the afternoon, I would just crank out as much schoolwork as I could. And then it would be like the rest of the night and then I'd finish practice and be like, okay, I don't have anything else left to do today. Unless it was like that one or two cases where you had to stay up late or whatever, you know? Um, and, and it worked out well, it worked out well. And, and, you know, but then like where, what, what happened was like, we were talking about change in schedule, like the flexibility aspect is like, it would go from one semester to the next semester. And I don't know why, even when I was online with the flexibility, my, I just couldn't, I'd have to change everything around. And I get so pissed off at myself. I'd be like, why did I just let, like, this is the same. Why is it not like, why am I not able to get everything done? Blah, 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 blah. And, 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 and it forces you, you gotta be flexible both within like your training and this and that, but also like the way you're scheduling yourself to prioritize the thing that you, the things that you want to prioritize, you know? No, totally agree, man. And it's just like going back on what you said, like, um, 
beating yourself up about it. Like, dude, I, I learned that like the hard way, man. Cause like, uh, um, I noticed like with the things, right. Uh, the, the semesters change or schedules change. And then I kind of was like really hard headed, man. And I was like really dead set on, I'm like, Oh, I got to do my training as a night, blah, 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 all this. And then when I couldn't get to it where I, you know, sometimes I'd miss training cause of, uh, you know, having to stay a little bit later to study for like a certain exam. Cause that um, semester is just course load was just a little bit more than the previous semester. I would really just beat myself up. You know, it, it would like eat away at, at me, like one training, I would miss one training and I would sit there at night, like laying in bed. And I'm like, man, I can't believe I didn't train. Like I guarantee you all my opponents right now are like training twice as hard as me. Man. Like, and I'm sitting there laying in bed, you know? So, and, and I learned, man, you can't, you can't beat yourself up. Like at the end of the day, man, like, I learned this, like one training, like, you know, missing one training or having to sacrifice one little thing. It, it's not going to be the end of the world. It really isn't. I mean, you're going to make that up somewhere down the line, right? When you, when you learn how to be more um, flexible, learn how to do your um, time management. And, you know, sometimes I think that's necessary in life, you know, not the whole beating yourself up, but, you know, that kind of sucks, but you know, um, <laughs> the, the mistakes, you know, learning from your mistakes and yeah. learning from the consequences, you know, you don't want them always to be, horrible ones that are like life changing, but you know, little mistakes, little consequences here and there. I think that's, that's all part of life. And then part of the growth that you need to do as both like a student in class. And then also as an athlete in karate or whatever sport that you may play, right. If you're perfect all the time, you know, man, like you, you I don't know. I just don't think you're going to get that much better. Right. When you do everything perfect, blah, 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 that you don't make mistakes or you don't think you make mistakes or, you don't want to acknowledge your mistakes and learn from them. I think you're not going to really show the growth that all these other people do. And, you know, people like me and you, right. That, that take these mistakes, right. You, you might sulk on it for like a day or two, but figuring out how to not make that again, how to make it better. Right. Cause you don't want to feel like that again. You know, that, that feeling of regret or whatever, I should have done that should have done this. No, I mean, just look forward. Um, that's just one day, man, out of many that, hopefully that you will have, right. You know, did forget about that day. It happened that day. And then you're just going to push forward and learn how to make it better. I, I that's just, yeah. uh, it took me a while to learn, man. I mean, I know I'm only 26. I'm still super young, you know, right. But you know, it was just a long time coming, man. And, and hopefully this isn't obviously the end, right. I want to keep learning and, and keep getting better. And, and I think that's just the best mindset to have personally. And then, you know, learn from those mistakes and um, eventually, you know, it'll, it'll get yeah. better. Like I always. Yeah, it, it will. It, as long as the intention is there, it will get better. Whatever you, whatever the mistake was in, whether it's getting punched in the match or um, I didn't schedule the right way for myself. Uh, so I missed a practice or I didn't get enough time to study for this test or whatever. I think as long as the intention is there and the energy is being put in the direction of building yourself, it's always, it's always going to end up as a win. It might be a loss in like the for face value, but going down the line, it's always going to be a win, you know? Yeah. Uh, but like, like, you know, but now you have the master's degree. Now you've graduated. Now your things, you know, and we, and we talked about a little bit of the, the grind with like refining, reigniting the fire for competition or, or even training for that matter. And like, I guess the, the my question would be like, where, where are you at now with it all? Yeah. So definitely, um, a lot better, man. I'll, I'll be honest with you. When uh, when COVID hit, you know, after the team trials, you know, I didn't really do as well as I really wanted to, you know, came up a little bit short in the qualifier to go to uh, Paris, some injuries, whatever, uh, just 
mentally, whatever, I kind of messed up. So I was really down on myself um, for, you know, a few days. And then, you know what, I was like, I got the whole year ahead of me. I got all these uh, Series A, the K1s, all that. Like, you know, I, I'm a grind. I'm going to get this back, right? This isn't the end for me. I'm going to still push, push for my Olympic journey, right? It can't be the end. And then, bro, like, the, you know, I heard the reports of the COVID. And then, you know, I was kind of weary at first. I was like, oh, you know, like, it's whatever. It, it, it's just, it's not even in the U.S., all that, blah, blah, blah. And then it came here and then things started getting shut down. And then that's when I started my job as a, as a sensei, right? I was teaching at the dojo and then things were going really, really well. I was so excited. Like, you know, here I am. I, I got a place to train always. I, I'm teaching kids now, you know, making some money for it. So that was always good. But the COVID hit, the, the dojo had to obviously go on lockdown. So we had to switch to zoom and then you know being at home all the time being um because i was scared at first i'm not gonna lie man like because i was worried um you know i i live like you know i live with my family right so we got uh my grandpa and also my aunt that live with us as well and you know they're they're not doing the best right you know my grandpa had cancer you know he's recovering from that my aunt same thing like diabetes all these other complications so i was not so much scared for me getting covid right but dude i was like man i can't let my parents i can't get my sister or I can't get my um uh my grandparents sick like sick you know because you know they probably wouldn't have done as well as somebody like me who's healthy you know works out all the time so that was like a huge thing in the back of my head and you know with the school I was in my last semester of grad school and it was really really tough man I had to do uh this huge research project and everything and then it was like a whole bunch of like bad events I got in like a car accident dude I totaled my car so all of it was just building up and then you know all the karate competition got canceled and then that's when it really hit me man I was like man like I, I don't know what else I have you know like I started thinking of all the worst things because I was home all the time I you know I kind of got out of contact with some of my close friends and everything I really kind of like sheltered myself off I wasn't really doing too well and I, I, I'll be honest man I like stopped training completely for like a solid six to eight months like I mean, I started in the beginning of COVID. I was like, yeah, man, I'm gonna work out every day. I'm gonna grind and everything. But then, you know, motivation just completely left. And then I wait, I would wake up and I'll be like, dude, like, what am I even training for? Like, I have no tournament. There's no Olympics, you know, they're getting canceled. Like all this stuff's getting canceled. I'm like, I don't think sports are even going to come back. You know, you saw the NBA, boom, done. NFL, all that. I'm like, nah, dude, sports is over. Like, I got to just move on with my life. You know, I was really down, man. Cause like at the end of the day, man, karate played such a huge role in my life, not just with, um, you know, being on the team and everything. That's all great. But, you know, it really did affect my, my way of life, the whole discipline aspect. And then not having that in my life, I just, I really did feel empty, man. I feel like a part of me was just missing all the time and, and it just sucked no matter how hard I tried to, um, you know, like get my mindset back to what it was. I couldn't, get that motivation back. I couldn't get that spark. I, I get, went back to training a few times, you know, with my sister and some of my teammates, man. And then I, I it just wasn't there, man. Like, you know, I'd just be going through the motions. And then just because I kept thinking, I'm like, I don't know, man, like, what, what am I really training for? I didn't have like goals or anything and all that. But then I took that break, right, that like six to eight months or whatever it was. And I thought it would be a bad thing. But when everything started coming together, you know, tournaments started coming back up. Uh, the announcement was made, you know, even though my 
Olympic dream kind of ended back in like 2019, right? Because I didn't have the points and everything needed. Um, you know, I'll, it just gave me that that motivation back. Like I, I felt like my mind was cleared, if that makes sense, right? In a way, because I was burnt out, man. Like I, I really was like, um, I, I was just basically doing the trainings and then it felt like a job that I hated, man. I would like, I would think, you know, it would come to training time and I knew I had two hours of just hardcore training and I'd be like, oh my gosh, man. I'm like, I can't believe I have to go in. Like, I don't want to do this, but I thought in my head, I'm like, I have to do this because, you know, if I don't train, I'm not going to get any better. Right. And I think I was just going in there with the completely wrong mindset. And then that huge break, the whole COVID, all that getting canceled. It was a, it was a blessing in disguise. You know, it wasn't at first, but um, now, I mean, the head is mentally, um, I don't think I've ever been better personally. I, I have all those demons, whatever in quotation marks that I had before, right. They're, they're not there, man. That, that self doubt in myself, um, you know, that always constantly asking, why am I doing this? You know, is it worth it? Those, those things aren't there, you know, they come time to time, but that's just part of life, you know, part of being a human being. Um, but I've learned to manage that, um, use it to fuel myself. And then seeing, going back to this, seeing people like you, and then I know you've had our teammates, um, Tom, Ariel, Olympian, Olympians, right, coming up, seeing yeah, they're now yes. Olympians, man. That journey, like, even though I'm not going to be there, like, at first I was, like, oh, sad, man. I was watching my division at Paris, bro, and I was, like, oh, my gosh. I'm, like, I can't believe it. Like, I wish I was there, you know, at first. But then I was, like, no, man. Like, that's the wrong mindset. Why am I going to sulk on this, right? Like, even if the if it doesn't come back to Olympics, whatever, man, I, I want to be – I want to be there, whether it's not at the Olympics, uh, whether it's Pan Americans, Nationals, whatever. I want to be there, and um, I just want to try to be the best again. That, that I got that mindset back, um, regardless of the current situations and things like that. You know, if the Olympics never happen for karate, I'm, I'm not going to be down on myself about that. It, it is what it is, but using this couple years or however long that I'm going to compete for and I'm going to make the best out of it, man. I, I have that energy, that, that fuel, that fire, um, seeing you guys train, you guys grind, man. It just, it fuels me even more. I want to be back with my teammates, man. I want to be, I want to be crushing it internationally, man. So I'm, I'm excited, honestly, that that's, I'm so excited for the next coming up like years. Cause I really think with this new like mindset. And then once I get back into like really, really that hard training that, um, lockdown zone that I used to be in right before I got burnt out and everything I, I really do think I'm going to see like huge improvements man and obviously praying for it always you know um so yeah I mean long story short man it, it was a blessing in disguise obviously like everybody else it was tough in the beginning I think for everybody right finding training and finding um somewhere to train right that wasn't like illegal right, at the right, time right. you know it was hard but you know, at the end of the day, uh, I used that that situation and I turned it into something good, man. And I think it really did help mentally for my mindset, man, to like clear up any doubts that I had before and um, any of those. Why am I doing this? Am I still good enough to do this? You know, things like that, that every athlete kind of uh, goes through, you know, as part of the journey. And now I'm fueled up again, man. I'm, I'm ready. First of many good showings for both me and you man and I'm excited for the future I honestly am like uh, I can't wait 
um, and everything, man. I, I just can't wait. <laughs> no, I, I, you, I think you summarize just about everything right there. You know, the, the struggle and the, the grind to get to the point where we are right now in, in going internally, right. And figuring out what, 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 why, why are we doing this still, you know? And a big, big thing that I think people forget sometimes is that people like you and me, even the ones that are older than us, man, we were doing this sport well before it was a Olympic sport, you know? So our, our motivation does not lie within only becoming Olympic champion, right? There's so many other levels. And then now you added the aspect of like being able to give back on like a, the platform of teaching, man, come on. Like what, what else do you want from this? You know what I said? Like you get the all around, all around, all around, uh, perspectives on, on, on like a life sport. It's not just a sport that you train for and do. It's a life sport, man. It's a lifestyle. Like you were saying, there's discipline aspects to it. There's camaraderie and like what we've, what we've shown today with you and me, there's, there's, um, physical fitness, right? You're an athlete, man. You know, yeah. like, like, what, come on, man, you know, and, and, and then you cap it off with being able to help others and help them grow too. This is literally the best we can, like the best, best, best situation we could ask for, you know? But Elvis, man, thank you so much for coming on, man. I, I was honestly a, a privilege and an honor to have a, a friend and, and teammate and you uh, both both come on and, and have you in my life. So thank you so much. And uh, man, maybe we maybe we do a recap after the games, you know, and see how everybody does. And we go from dude, there. honestly, it's been an honor and a pleasure. Uh, thank you so much, dude, for having me on your platform. And like you said, man, hopefully we can do this again in the future. I mean, this is just like this is like a normal conversation to me. I, this is nothing I different. Nothing new. With my best friend that I haven't heard from in a little bit, you know. So awesome! I can't believe how fast the time flew by, man. It's crazy. That's it, bro. That's it. That's it. But thank you so much, and uh, yeah, man. Well, well, nothing but the best moving forward for for the the team. Yeah, definitely, you know? man. Keep the spirits high. Uh, keep grinding. I'm always gonna try to motivate you, man. I know you try to do the same for me. And uh, much love, like always, to you, family, everything, man. Good luck with the training, and I can't wait to see you, bro. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in to another episode of Believe in the Punch podcast. I really appreciate you guys' support. As always, please like, subscribe, share, whatever you got to do to get this thing out there. And as always, I'm going to leave you on the same note. Keep your hands up and keep remembering to believe in the punch. Stay happy. Stay healthy, everyone. And thanks for tuning in to another episode brought to you by our special sponsor, Bet Online. Take it easy. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.